You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony Lewis along with Aurora Babalu. Aurora, these two episodes. Yeah. I thought I liked last week's episodes. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I didn't. Apparently, I hated those episodes because <laughs> these episodes are... Mwah. Intense. <laughs> Holy crap. I mean, I guess I should have expected it with the return of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as oh Wilson Fisk. Because he is an incredibly... In- he plays this role incredibly intense. Mm-hmm. I was unprepared. Uh, I will say this. I feel bad for the second episode we're going to be talking about this week because it had to follow the first episode. Yes. In which so yeah. not only did so much stuff happen, but it was practically all amazing. It was. I had to. There was a moment where I had to close my eyes. <laughs> oh, really? Like I couldn't even handle it. Oh, so. <laughs> so much. If uh, If you were stunned... By Electra slitting that young ninja guy's throat. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> in episode eight, watch episode nine because you've seen you've seen nothing yet. Yeah. Um, let's let's start talking about it. Season two, episode nine of Daredevil. Seven minutes in heaven. Maybe for Frank, not for anybody <laughs> else. Um, so we see kind of like a short, uh, a short montage of post arrest Wilson Fisk. Yeah, it was a 10-minute into... mi- recap of what happened to Fisk. Yes, putting him in prison. Uh, he meets uh, the guy who's basically in charge. What is his name? Dutton, mm-hmm, I think. Dutton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's basically the guy in charge of the prison. He he basically owns an entire cell block, cell block A. He has a bunch of corrupt cops in his pocket. He is 80% of all the contraband in the prison. And he comes to Fisk, and he tells them that uh, he can see through everything. He knows exactly uh, what guys like Fisk want. And he knows that Fisk is, now that he's in this position, is going to take his throne. And Mm -hmm. Dutton says he's the kingpin around here. Big mistake. Yeah, don't say that. (laughs) Bad idea. Uh, So uh, all of this leads up to the moment where Frank meets uh, Fisk, and it is in fact shown that uh, Wilson Fisk wants Frank Castle. Uh, he's the one who set up the deal with the police officer. He kind of gets a small uh, ragtag group of prisoners to kind of help him, and he spends uh, what's left of his fortune to try to buy people in positions of power as much as he can. Mm-hmm. And he wants f- to uh, he wants to meet with Frank. And uh, he does so. He reluctantly, uh, Frank reluctantly agrees to a deal, which involves killing Fisk's rival, Dutton, uh, who is able to provide some information on the massacre of Frank's family. 
um, this is the only reason uh, he's doing it, basically. Yeah, he's like, because yeah. he knows that the Punisher hates him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, look, uh, I'll gain something from this, but so will you. And he says, I don't have a lot of power, but I can sneak you into cell block A. And uh, he sneaks Frank in during a guard shift. And Frank approaches the cell in which Dutton is in. And he's counting a big stack of cash, which I'm sure you're not supposed to be doing in prison. But no. <laughs> when I guess when you own as, as much of the prison as this guy does, oh, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's only one other guy in there. And Frank slits his throat with a shiv pretty quickly and then tries to get Dutton to speak. And what Dutton tells him is not exactly what Frank wanted to hear. Dutton was there as a broker for three big groups. The uh, uh, the Irish, mm-hmm. the, the the biker cartel. gang. Yeah, yeah the, the biker gang and the cartel. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a big three-way drug celebration of exchanging drugs and money with one another. Uh, and they were doing it at the park. Uh, where Frank Castle and his family were. And uh, the deal went south, but uh, mainly because it was a sting operation. It was, uh, and we'll learn more about it later, but it was a sting. uh, That means undercover police officers were involved, and crossfire happened, and Frank Castle's family was killed. Frank Mm -hmm. was hit in the head. Uh, For this information... Frank thanks Dutton by stabbing him in the lungs, I guess. I don't know. Uh, we've, yeah. We'll talk about that a little a, bit later. A vital organ. Yes. Uh, and Frank is about to leave when there's a whole bunch of guards at the end of the hall on the other side of the cell doors. And they refuse to open them. And in fact, they open all of the other cells in cell block mm-hmm. A, the rest of Dutton's men. And... Up above in his cell block, cell block D, Wilson Fisk thanks him for helping him so much. It's very clear that this was a setup from the beginning. Uh, Fisk gets his uh, power, and Frank, who is too dangerous to be left alive, is killed. With the exception of the fact that Frank Castle kills every single one of those guys in an incredibly brutal and bloody fight scene. The likes of which I don't think I, I have ever seen, especially Never. especially from a Marvel show. Yeah, so brutal yeah. and so bloody. And he, look, he and here's the thing: he does take some punishment. It's not like he he walks out unscathed, but it's very little compared to the amount of punishment yeah. the Punisher dished out. Yes, yes. Holy crap! Uh, well, he's placed in solitary confinement after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure why. Uh, <laughs> Fisk, uh, uh, Fisk now imbued with power with all the guards behind him uh, confronts Frank and Frank is not happy about this and we see a fight between the Punisher and the Kingpin. Oh my gosh. And it is also intense. brutal. Oh <laughs> yes. my gosh. Um, but uh, once uh, once Frank has gotten that out of his system Wilson lets him know that he is going to be smuggled out of prison. Um, and he will now be able to find the blacksmith, the mastermind behind his family's massacre. Although it's not really his family's massacre, he's the one dealing in this drug trade. If it weren't for him, it wouldn't. this situation wouldn't have 
existed or happened in the first place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Fisk's ulterior motive here is that he knows that Frank's thing is that he takes out scum. And the more he takes out, the less competition Fisk is going to have when he gets out of prison. Uh, Because he plays the long game, he says. Mm -hmm. Uh Frank, however, threatens Wilson and says the next time we meet, he's going to kill him, or only one of them is going to walk away. To which Wilson says, of course, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't have yep. expected it any other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Matt and Electra have a forever fallout uh, over their indifferences to their lifestyle choices. Matt not killing Electra liking killing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're like look uh we're kind of oil and water here i loved you you loved me but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we're kind of just two different you know men are from mars women are from Mm -hmm. apparently a place where they like to kill people and get pleasure out of it i guess um we do we do (laughs) well now you're scaring me aurora it's a good thing we're separated by state lines and the internet uh so they they go their separate ways uh, Foggy and Matt reluctantly agree to part ways as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, after Foggy has a chat with him, and he actually Foggy is not there to end things, but Matt is no. the one who mm-hmm. says that they should. Yeah. Uh, Karen confirms now. If everybody remembers during the trial of Frank, that uh, a John Doe was killed at this massacre. Uh, as well, that the uh, the coroner falsified the reports for. Page confirms that the John Doe at the carousel where the castles died was really an undercover policeman. Knowledge Frank learned from his cell block victim. And Daredevil learns that the accountant's son is one of several children held at a medical experiment uh, in a facility that is apparently being run by Nobu, the man that mm-hmm. Daredevil presumably burned uh, to death yeah. last season. Um, th- they have a fight. Uh, Nobu manages to escape with the device that all of the children were... Uh, it, it wasn't just the uh, the accountant's child. It was, it was several children. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They were all connected to this device. And uh, he, uh, he just looks at Nobu and says, you're dead. And Nobu looks back at him and says, there is no such thing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What did you think yep. of this episode? Where to begin? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were so many great moments. My gosh, this was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just I, kept going, right? Yeah, I could talk all day about just Frank Castle just murdering all those people. <laughs> I mean, that scene, like, when all those doors opened, it's like, I don't know how he's oh, going to do gosh. it, but he's going to beat the crap out of all of those guys. And I have to say that I've been looking for a scene that, you know, beats that scene in season one where they're, mm-hmm. dead, you know... The hallway bits fight. The, bits the crap out of all those guys. And this scene, for me, it's better. This This was better. This was... This may... This may not have been as coolly choreographed, like oh, you know, like what a what an amazing visual fight scene that the one in the hallway was. Mm-hmm. But and this was kind of in a hallway as well. But kind of, yeah. And, but different. You know, I don't know if they did it on purpose. That mm-hmm. they the the way that they shot it was like each both of those scenes were yeah. very similar, 
but in both of them you could see the fighting styles of each one yes and i don't know if they did it on purpose but i think they would have had to have now that i think about it it feels like they're it feels like they're cousins those scenes like they're definitely related like daredevils is Mm -hmm. in this hallway and he's taking out these uh these bad guys uh but he's just incapacitating him right and it's and it's and it's almost kind of beautiful and majestic the way mm-hmm. he it's brutal but yeah. it's very fluid and like wow look at him go yeah and Frank's is in this hallway in a prison with all these also very bad guys but his is brutal and kill yeah. kill 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 it was very raw and yeah. gory and I, yeah. I I that was the scene that I had to close my eyes for a second it got bad like there's a scene yeah. there's a part where he just rolls a dude over and just starts repeatedly stabbing him yes with a little shiv it was just yeah. and I was like holy yeah. crap this is nuts it, it, it felt like I was watching something that I shouldn't watch that's yeah. how I, it felt to me it was very close <laughs> to snuff film quality it was pretty nuts uh, yeah it was I, I love that they revealed so much in this episode we found out uh, I mean, we would find out a little bit more in the next episode, but we found out so much uh, about what happened to Frank's family, and mm-hmm. they introduced this uh, mysterious blacksmith character yeah. uh, in the background. It'll be interesting to see who that is. Uh, Nobu is mm-hmm. back. He's not dead, and the whole sticks whole thing about the hand discovering immortality, clearly yeah. true. Uh, and then, there's, of course, there's that weird machine that they had the kids hooked to, where they're... Yeah putting blood or something in them or sucking blood out of them. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. that creates a whole set of questions for the next episode. Uh, and of course there's the, the stuff with uh, foggy and Matt and the things really seem on the outs with these two Aurora. Yeah, it felt yeah, bad yeah. last season, but I think it's worse now. Yeah. But I, you know, in a way I, I've been having trouble um, kind of connecting with, daredevil this season because he's i don't know i think he's making a lot of bad decisions especially since electra came into his life yes Um, but i felt like this that scene with foggy one it felt like a breakup like a breakup in a like a relationship Mm -hmm. that's how it it looked like um but i i was on the on daredevil side i feel like he can't keep apologizing for being right. Daredevil to Foggy. Like, he, that's who he is. So right. I was on, on his side on that fight. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a point where he's like, you know, can't you separate yourself from the other? He's like, no, I mean, that's yeah, who I can. am. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, things are kind of slowly falling apart, though. Uh, he talks a little mm-hmm. bit more about it in the next episode. Uh, I guess we should talk about the next episode. It's, sure. I love the next episode. It, I don't think it's quite as good as this one is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... I don't know. Let's get the scores out of the way so we can move on to the next episode. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead right now and say that I gave it a five. It was awesome. In fact, I was, nobody could see me because I was in my room watching this on my computer, which I rarely do, but I had to find time to squeeze it in. I was literally just holding up fives as the Mm -hmm. episode was drawing to a close. (laughs) Nobody could see me. I was just holding them up. Yep. Like that's a five episode. It was awesome. Yep. Yeah, I have to give it a five to a five too. It was crazy. Yeah. Just when I thought and, I thought yeah. that scene alone was like the prison fight. Yeah. I'm like, this and, is a five. You know, but then both, more great stuff happened. Both scenes where Frank and Fisk talk mm-hmm. were amazing. Like yeah. those two actors are doing such an amazing job yeah. <laughs> for those characters. And Agreed. you know, that the last scene when 
you know, Fisk uh, and Frank fight. Yeah. It felt so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like you could, I could feel like the punches. It was yeah. so, it was insane. Yeah, it was great. Uh, you know, it's weird. I, I, we just watched a movie for uh, the From Parts Unknown series that had Vincent D'Onofrio in it. And uh, I don't know what happened to this guy post the movie we watched and post and and, and this show now, mm-hmm. uh, because he was not particularly great in the movie we watched, but <laughs> uh, he was really great in this show. Uh, yes. He was great all last season. He only appears for a couple of episodes, I believe, this season. He he's great. He is so yep. good. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about season two, episode ten, "The Man in the Box." So, uh, Matt arranges hospital treatment for the children who had been hooked up to Nobu's blood extractory thing. Mm-hmm. Not sure what it is. Uh, District Attorney Reyes calls on Nelson and Murdoch to get information on Frank that may keep her family alive. Uh, Nelson and Murdoch refuse to break attorney-client privilege, forcing Reyes to tell the whole story of the carousel Massacre, a major drug deal gone awry. Where, when the blacksmith, its mastermind, failed to show, tensions spilled into a gunfight that killed an undercover cop and Castle's family. Reyes admits to covering up the entire matter for fear of ruining her career. And uh, he tells her that they found a, a picture of an x ray of Frank's skull in her daughter's backpack. Mm-hmm. And her daughter is now somewhere safe upstate New York with armed guards. And just as she is telling them this, a firestorm of bullets riddles her office, killing her and injuring Foggy, who takes a shot in the shoulder. Uh, Matt learns that Frank was taken to Fisk's cell block and visits Wilson Fisk, where Matt fails to blackmail Wilson into revealing his involvement and takes a beating. In fact, and they have quite the conversation as well, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. uh, in a little bit. Karen learns that Frank was not involved in the attack on Reyes' office, as a similar attack happens at her apartment. Now, here's the thing. Um, at first, everyone's thinking this is the Punisher. Makes perfect sense. This is right. the DA who uh, put all of this stuff into motion. It's really her fault. She's kind of the head of the snake here, more or less. Uh, her and this blacksmith fellow are on kind of polar ends of this situation. Uh, and she is dead. Who else could it be? Well, maybe it's the coroner who falsified records. They try to go to his uh, motel room. He's dead. Same situation. Um, uh, police escort Karen to her apartment to find some, uh, to get some of her files. And the same thing uh, happens here, except before any of it, uh, Frank shows up and insists his innocence and just as the bullets start to hurl in he saves her life mm-hmm. uh, and meanwhile Electra is about to skip town when she meets a dashing young man who speaks French and did you get subtitles? I didn't get subtitles I didn't know Huh? I have no idea what they were saying to each other <laughs> um, but he was speaking French that much I knew mm-hmm. and uh, he talks about his admiration for her assassination skills, uh, wondering how uh, a woman such as herself was able to put uh, six men into the trunk of... God, I can't remember which car it was, but uh, (laughs) six men into a trunk of a car. 
Uh, and basically, it's such an it's almost like a James Bond like conversation. It was. She's, yeah. She's like, "Are you here to kill me?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, maybe something kind of like that." It was almost yeah. flirty. Yeah. And you know, she's like, "You're gonna have to wine and dine a girl like me before you do something like that." Uh, and then the next time we cut to them, they're fighting each other. It's yeah, awesome. I mean, I mean, what for what we've seen from Electra, that's yeah. kind of like flirting. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that is flirting. You're right. Flirting. Yeah, You're right. That's her type of flirting. <laughs> uh, the dude pulls out some size, and Electra uh, takes them for herself and stabs the dude, one in the front, one in the back. Mm-hmm. And she tells him to give a message to the hand uh, about her. And he says he wasn't sent here by the hand. He was sent here by stick. Mm-hmm. And she twists the size and then pulls them out. And then we get a shot of Electra with the size in hand. That's, a, a, I think, a weapon of, of her using uh, in the comics mm-hmm. yeah. uh, as well. So that was pretty great. Um, and uh, meanwhile, this whole time, Matt has been sitting atop the hotel roof. Uh, at times talking to Claire Temple. At times probably just sitting there playing solitaire on the roof while he's waiting <laughs> for Nobu to come and... Uh, reclaim these children and uh, here's the thing with the kids I don't know what happened but they're almost kind of like some sort of killer zombie kids now as they just sort of creepily stood there yes he killed his account the one kid killed his accountant father and Claire's like fuck this and then runs away Uh, and uh, Matt prepares himself for battle as the hand arrives and they're shooting grappling hooks onto the ceiling of the mm-hmm. onto the roof of the hospital and they're starting their ascent and then they cut to credits because this show hates me <laughs> what a oh, what jerks <laughs> this is like that episode of Jessica Jones that ended with that woman exploding yeah and I'm like hey, oh come on this is <laughs> unbelievable uh, what did you think of the episode what did you think of this episode this, yeah this episode was really hard to stop watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for different reasons. It wasn't like super violent and fight scene heavy or anything like that. Right. But it fe- it felt like very like mystical in a mm-hmm. sense. Like I don't know what's going on with these kids and yeah. you know, the weapon that they have and all that, but it feels like something like supernatural, something that is not Yes. Like, from the real world. Right. So I'm really looking forward to knowing what what it is. Agreed. Um, yeah. But I, I, the thing that I like the most about this episode, I, I like Claire so much. She's great. Every time she's on screen, I, I'm really invested in her character. She's um, so much like a real person. Yeah. I like her a lot. Yeah, yeah. She's like no, no nonsense. Like, you know, she doesn't. It doesn't matter to her if she has to, you know, tell, tell, be honest with their devil or a thug. Like he, she is amazing. right. I love right. Her. So much she um, like she agrees with him mm-hmm. but at the same time she's just like jesus guy just could you could you stop bringing crap to my door like every <laughs> yes. day it's like yes i'll help these kids that you found that were drained of their blood and replaced with all this stuff but you know I, yeah i mean you know <laughs> she is she has a job she's mm-hmm. a nurse in hell's kitchen yeah <laughs> she's already busy yeah. Well, I mean, she's like, look, I she's like, I patch up the same three crackheads every day. It's like, you know, I lose faith, too, because yeah. uh, he was talking to her about, like, everything I do. It just it feels like it keeps getting undone. It's like Wilson mm-hmm. Fisk. I put him in prison. He owns the prison. Yeah. 
you know, the, you, he, he just can't win. Uh, yeah, I liked, I even liked the scene. It's such a minor th- throwaway thing, but uh, Rosario Dawson is so likable. I, mm-hmm. I like where she brings, she's like, hey, I brought you coffee. And he's like, no, thanks. And she's like, well, joke's on you. Our, our vending machine coffee sucks. And she just throws <laughs> it. Um, oh, just stuff like that. It's great. Yeah. She's she's yeah. so good. She's amazing. I like what's happening with Karen mm-hmm. uh, as well, where she's kind of she's kind of turned she's kind of turned into this uh, investigative reporter type mm-hmm. uh, type person. They gave her Ben's office. Yeah. And did we? Oh, did we even talk about the scene where he has a file on her? Ben mm-hmm. did. He looked up stuff on her. Yeah. And there's an article clipping. About uh, an accident that took uh, a teen's life or something along those lines. Yeah. And she loses it, which means I have a feeling it's something, obviously, she did. Yeah. She has a dark secret. Yes. Um, But they gave her Ben's office, and that that was great. Yeah, I I agree. I think think if she becomes, like, a reporter, Mm -hmm. that suits her better than being a secretary for the law firm. I sure, and it's a law has... firm that doesn't even exist at the moment. So. No, no, but she has, you know, that uh, personality of just looking for the truth and never giving up, and she right. just wants to do, you know, great things for people. Right. So I think that's going to be great if she ends up being a reporter. Right. I mean, and they they've been teasing this since last season. Mm-hmm. You know, she got mm-hmm. she got mixed up with Ben in the first place, and they were she was digging to find you know, information, find the truth about things. And, uh, yeah, she's got like a thirst for it. Can't stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is a really good show, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, that scene between Matt and Fisk. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We didn't even amazing. touch on it. <laughs> that we didn't was even... amazing. <laughs> he is so intense. This guy. Oh my gosh. When he slams his fist down on the table, it startles me. Yeah, it is, it scared me, yeah. It's not even like a jump scare type thing. It's just, you know, his character commands that kind of presence. He is so good. And he he Matt tries to sort of blackmail him. He's like, look, I know you got yeah. Frank out there. Uh, and he's not willing to admit to anything. And he's like, hey, I know about Vanessa too. And when he brought up Vanessa, Fisk, yeah. not figuratively snapped, literally snapped the handcuffs. Yes. He broke them off and then beat the crap out of Matt. You know, here's yes. the funny thing. I know he... I'm guessing he doesn't... I'm guessing it's a big prison and he doesn't own every square inch of it. Because I'm feeling like, why would he have to be handcuffed in here if he owns the cops? He owns the guards? That's true. Well, like you I, know, Matt, Matt is a lawyer, so... Yes. I'm guessing that... If he were to go in there and to see yeah. this... Yeah. 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 Um, but I feel... Throughout that whole scene, when Matt started talking about Vanessa, mm-hmm. I was already scared. Like, I, I, it's rare for me to watch a superhero and a villain together, and yeah. me being scared for the superhero. <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah, I mean, Do that's like his. Vanessa. That's like his trigger word. <laughs> like, don't mention if you mention her in like a threatening way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, he threatened. He threatened Matt. He's like, if anything happens to her, it's like if you think what Frank Castle is doing to the city is bad. Mm-hmm. He's like, when I get out of here, uh, you know what I mean. And it was just, oh, it's so good. And and you know that final scene where he asked one of the inmates, you know, he wants to review Matt's file again. Mm-hmm. It feels like he might 
find out that he's Daredevil? Maybe, yes. And that's going to be really bad for Matt. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like that what triggers it is that he goes to take a drink of yes. his, his wine in a plastic mm-hmm. cup, of course, because you can't have <laughs> nice, uh, nice drinkware in prison. Uh, it stings him where Matt had mm-hmm. hit him. Mm-hmm. And that reminded him of that pesky Matt Murdock. Give me the files on that Murdoch kid. Yep. Uh, I'm going to look into it a little bit more. Uh, I love that. Uh, I I need to see more. Um, <laughs> we're three episodes away from the end. Yeah. So we'll see where it leads. I'm super duper excited. Uh, a score for this one, Aurora. And then we'll move on with our lives until I permit myself <laughs> to watch more of this show. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Just because mm-hmm. I don't... I feel like the the previous episode was better that's the only reason why i'm giving it 0.5 yeah. less yeah yes agreed i gave it a four and a half um mm-hmm. i i tinkered with maybe four and a quarter because i was like it's really not as good as the previous episode but um you know the the intrigue is there now they've really got me hooked like mm-hmm. who is killing these people if it's not frank and it yeah. sort of does make sense like frank wouldn't have known the da was really involved Mm-hmm. Like, that's information he didn't really have. Like, maybe he could have figured it out, but it's clearly not him. Yeah. So what's he been doing since he got out? Who is mm-hmm. doing all of this? Yeah. Uh, my thought was maybe it's like Deadshot or something. Not Deadshot. Uh, Bullseye. Bullseye Ooh. is the Deadshot of... Deadshot's DC. Mm-hmm. Bullseye is the Marvel version. Marvel. And Bullseye, yeah. uh, Bullseye is a, uh, a Daredevil villain. Uh, played, I believe played by... Um, God, what's his name? The Irish so, guy, uh, Colin Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell, yeah, yeah. And the in I the wonder if Affleck they have movie. Bullseye in this show. Who would play him? Uh, I mean, I I feel like maybe they teased him before in the first season. Like there was a a sniper uh, in one of the police sniper in one of the episodes last season that I think oh, people yeah. noticed like a, a a sign or a a symbol on his gun case, and people are like, that's probably Bullseye. Oh, yeah, um, yeah I remember that. Yeah. Maybe it's Bullseye, but this dude is spraying bullets everywhere. He's not exactly bullseyeing yeah. anything. Um, so I don't think it's him. So but, you who, know, it's, who is he's it? trying to frame um, Punisher, mm. so they have to do it in Punisher style yes. to frame uh, him. So. You know what it is? It's probably this blacksmith character maybe covering it up tracks, yeah. trying to implicate Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, that so that'll be a big reveal. Who's this blacksmith character? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that intrigue. There was the great scene with uh, Frank, uh, not Frank, but uh, Wilson and and Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. So there was definitely good stuff in this episode. I, I gave it a four and a half as well. Yeah, uh, not worthy of a four and a quarter. Too too much goodness <laughs> is going on. Okay, so we are three three episodes remain. We'll try to get through them as quickly and yet as slowly as possible because it's always better to try to savor these things yeah. instead of burning through them because uh, blink and then it's over and then we've got nothing to talk about so uh, we're going to do it as expedient as possible but at the same time try to enjoy all of it uh, <laughs> as we're nearing the conclusion of season 2 of Daredevil so we'll be back next episode talking season 2 episode 11 called 380 and episode 12 called The Dark at the End of the Tunnel Thank you.